Over the years, AccessReal.com has interviewed actors, directors and producers from Australia and internationally. These are the people who make the movies we love. Find out what your favourite film folk have been up to by listening to the AccessReal.com interviews. Emil Hirsch is best known for portraying Chris McCandless in Into the Wild. He starred in other notable films such as The Girl Next Door, Lords of Dogtown, Speed Racer, Milk, Lone Survivor and most recently Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. This time around he's playing the dad in the small budget film Freaks opposite Bruce Dern, Amanda Crew, and newcomer and really the soul of the film, Lexi Colker. A bold girl discovers a bizarre, threatening, mysterious new world beyond her front door after she escapes her father's protective and paranoid control. Now, I'm not going to go into the film too much in this introduction as I don't really want to give anything away. And in the interview, we don't really go into much either. Uh, but it's definitely a must-see film. It's one of those ones that just creep up in you and you're like, I have to see this. Um, it's coming out very limited in Australia. Uh, so if it is playing at a cinema near you, make sure you go and check it out. Here's our interview with Emil, and also he's just released new music. Um, so you can check that out as well. Just jump on YouTube and, and uh, search for his name. Enjoy. What are you doing? Someone could have seen you. You love the punishment for breaking the rules. No, Dad! You opened the door. You almost got us killed. You have to stay hidden. Till when? This is not a game. Did you go outside? No. You can never lie to me. I'm not lying. You want to know what's in an ice cream truck? Frozen kid bodies. Come inside. Taste any flavor you want. Hello, Emil. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Yeah, good, man. I, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me today. Oh, absolutely. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me as well. No, my, my pleasure. I went into this film completely blind. Like, I didn't even watch the trailer or anything. And I absolutely loved it. And I think that half the fun of this film is maybe going into the film completely blind. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, that was the way I read the script. And that made, like, I was on the edge of my seat. I didn't know what was going to happen next. I, it was like that kind of thing. Um, and I was kind of blown away with where the script went and the scope of it. I was just really impressed by the vision that they had, you know, sure, and, and, and it read like a, it read like a $40 million, $80 million movie. I, my main question when I talked to Adam and Zach was how on earth are you guys going to pull this off? Um, just with the shoestring budget that we that they said that they had, they were like, "Oh yeah, it's like a two million dollar movie, or even even less, maybe." You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's um. So I was like, "Well, I was like, how how are you guys gonna get it done?" And they said, uh, "You know, I guess Zach had a uh, a background in effects and rendering, and actually had been like graphic design, so they just they knew how to get it done." Yeah, well, that's great that, that they could do it that way. That's one of the things that obviously drew you to this role was that script, yeah? Absolutely. I mean, it was so it was so well written. It's really hard to talk about this film with, without giving any plot points away. So when people ask you to describe what the film is about, how do you go about it? What do you what do you what's your pitch? 
Well, believe it or not, this is like the second interview I've ever done about it. <laughs> um, so my pitch is pretty. It's I my pitch is like, oh, it's great. It's an awesome movie. That's like that, that's my main pitch. I'm like, oh yeah, it's really good. It's like you'll. It's an awesome movie. That's like my my surface pitch. And then when they press me for why, I'm like, well, it's thrilling, and there's kind of a mystery element, and it's really emotional on top of being thrilling. And um, there's kind of a – it's weird. Yeah, and it's, it's like a, a parent – it's this story about a father and a daughter, and there's more than meets the eye. And it's putting the pieces together of what happens is sort of part of the pleasure of the movie. Um, have you had any unusual responses from audiences about this film? Um, I haven't, like – been around audiences really after having seen the film. I know Adam and Zach have taken it on the road a lot. They would they would actually probably have a better answer for that than me. But I mean, the reaction to this like SAG Q and A that I did the other day, it was amazing. Like people were really moved. You know, it was just a much more emotional reaction than I think I even realized. Oh, definitely. The last you know. I'm, I'm sitting there going, what the hell is going on? This is like never expected dot, dot, and dot. And I was like, okay, I'm in. This is great. Keep going. <laughs> and there was also, you know, it was just a lot more emotional, I think, than I realized it was going to be. Oh, for sure. And then obviously Le- Lexi is sort of the, the anchor of the film who, who plays your daughter, and, and she's great in it. How much time did you get to spend with her prior filming? Was there much of a rehearsal process or because of the limited There was a little bit, or... and, like, I took I took her to the zoo with my son, who's almost six, with her mom oh, yeah. and her sister. So we got a little, like, chill time, and she could be like, oh, this guy's a dad. And I also used to be a child actor, so it's like, oh, he's also – he was an actor too. So there was a little bit of, like – you know, she sort of, she, she, she identified with me in that way. Okay, so obviously... You know, there, was um, a, there was a nice familiarity there. Yeah, so obviously doing that's one thing that, that you brought to that, that, that part of it is just spending a bit of time with her so she gets to know you and comfortable with you, obviously. Yeah, and I don't think I really could have played the part if I, like, yeah. didn't have a son, <laughs> didn't have a kid. Like, it just, yeah. it, it would not, it would be, it, you, you almost couldn't do it. Like, it's a weird, like... It would have been very different. <laughs> oh, for sure. And then obviously working on a film such as this, what's the difficult, most difficult part for you? Because you're technically only really in one location for the entire film. What, what's, what's the most difficult part of this film for you as an actor? For me, it's just keeping the intensity level up and always, you know, figuring out a way to modulate it so that it's, it's just the right pitch. You know, like, you, you want to be the the right level of intense, but you don't want to overdo it, but you also don't want to underdo it. You know, there's a lot of actors that like will pull back in certain moments because they don't want to be over the top, but then yeah. you'll, they'll, they'll watch their performance later and they're like, man, I could have like, it should have been more intense. You know, the, the, the funny thing is I, I didn't even know Bruce Dern was in the film until it, until he popped up. Cause I, didn't watch trailer. I didn't watch a trailer or everything, and I was like, this is incredible, Bruce Dern's in it. What was it like working with it's such like a... It's so like, funny and insane. Yeah, what's it like working with such a legend of the industry like Bruce? He is so skilled and in the moment and, like, creates his own lines as he says them. It's, like, it's amazing. I, I jumped on his IMDb just to have a look at see what he's been up to and what he's been doing, and he's still doing, like, five films a year, like, popping in and out of films, and I'm like... This is great. He's a maniac. Um, 
now, yeah, you have two directors on this project. They, 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 uh, Zach and Adam, they met in a very unusual way. Yeah, on the on the lot, right? Yeah, on the lot, and I thought that was incredible. Um, what was it like having two directors? Have you been on a film with two directors before? With the Wachowskis on Speed Racer, there was two. Oh, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I really, I liked it. I thought they were cool. They were real, both really smart and kind of different in their own ways and interesting opinions and. Uh, you know, they both had good insights, but they never, they never bombarded too much at once. And they would let one kind of take the lead at a time. Because sometimes, like, I'm sure directors could end up bickering with each other, you know? Well, it seems to be these days that duo directors are the way to go. Like, you've got the, um, the Russos who did the Avengers films and all that. And obviously the Wachowskis, which you just mentioned. Yeah, so there's obviously a good dynamic there that works. I mean, what they did with this film for that budget is amazing. Yeah. The film that they made for one three or one four million dollars, one point four, they made yeah. that. I mean, it's really impressive. I'm 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 oh. like I'm still blown away. But how long how long was the shoot on it? It was like twenty days or less. Okay. It was really short. Well, yeah, I, I'm getting I'm getting more impressed every time you say something about the production because for for a short shoot like that to get that quality. I know. It's like, it's, that's why I'm like, it's really awesome. I mean, it's like, I felt like the way that we shot it, like the fluid way that we shot it of like going back and forth and improvising and creating moments within moments and not having to stick to the script in like kind of an intense way and like really having a certain freedom. It just, I watch the film now and I'm like, you know, it's, it's really, there's a, there's a freshness to all the performances. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, no, it, it's pretty great. And then, obviously, looking back at your career, you've been quite thoughtful about what you've, what films you've chosen to do. How do you go about picking the roles that you do? People think, like, I have, like, a way or a process, but for me, it's just if I like it or not, and it just feels like something I want to do. I know that that sounds, like, super simple, but it's just like when you listen to music. You know, there's some songs that you want to listen to over and over, and that's sort of how I do it. There's no, like, method or genre or anything, though. Like, I end up doing, like, a bunch of really weird movies that people are like, why are you doing that? I'm like, I don't know. I liked it. <laughs> I don't know, man. What's wrong with me? But I'm doing it. Fuck it. Well, that's the thing. Like, you, you, you can go to a big film. Like, you can pop up in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin's film. And then you can do the small, cheap freak films, which are just as fantastic as the big ones. So, obviously, yeah. what you Obviously, what you're choosing works for you, and it works for people watching you. So, yeah, keep going with it. Speaking of um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I just want to ask a quick thing about that. How was, like, it's such a great film. How was your time working on that and working with Quentin and, and Margot? Because Margot's a fellow Aussie. So I love to ask. Yeah, Margot was fantastic. Such a sweetheart, so talented, and so kind of just fearless. And... Uh, mm. I was really just kind of in awe of her and the ability to work with like an idol of mine, like Tarantino was, was like a lifelong goal. That was such a, you know, Tarantino was the first director that I met in Hollywood, basically movie director when I was 15 or 14. I went to the premiere of the green mile Okay. and I was with this girl and her mom, I guess somehow knew Quentin. Randomly, I wasn't with this girl. I just saw this girl there, and I said hi. She went to my school. I go, oh hey, Cherish. Okay. Hey. You go, hey. Right then and there, Quentin like rolls up. Hey, what's up? 
so I just met Quentin and I told him I was a big fan and blah, blah, blah. And it was, it was a really quick thing, but it's kind of amazing. Like, I don't know. He, he probably doesn't remember that, but I mean, that was like, I don't know how many years ago. I mean, yeah, it was 19, 20, 20, 20 years ago. Yeah, easily. But that's the thing. Like, like, I really enjoyed that film. I love the Hollywood history of it. And like Leo and Brad's performances are incredible. And I, I, I just sat back, and it's a long film as well. So if it, if, it, if it didn't have the right beats, it would hit you pretty hard. But yeah, I, I loved it. And then obviously you, you in that closing sequence as well. Like I thought, perfect way to end this story. Like it was just bad. Yeah. So I know. Yeah, I remember I read the script, and it was, and I got to that last scene, and I was like, oh man, this is pretty cool. Looking back at your previous roles, is there any films that you've done that you've sort of gone, I would have really liked to have done a sequel to that? Like, I would have liked to have seen where that character had gone. I think it would have been Speed Racer. Yeah, me too. I love that film. Yeah, I think that, that, that that's the one that I was like, man, if that had been like a big hit, we could have made some insane sequel. And then obviously, lastly, because we're running out of time, um, you recently wrapped a film with Mel Gibson. How was it working with him? So much fun. He's such a great bloke. We just had a... a blast the movie's gonna be awesome it's called force of nature and it was cool because yeah. i worked on it with kate bosworth and yeah. the director was michael polish and I, I made an electro pop album in the last year with this uh music producer me and him and we write the songs together and i sing them and oh, yeah. uh it, it's under my last name of hirsch and yeah. i played kate one of the songs the song called love is real and she was like oh this is really cool. I was like, yeah, it's like kind of like 80s retro kind of vibes. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, Michael, do you want to do the video? So we're working on this. Michael ends up directing the video with Kate and I. And we like, it's cool. We like put it out. Oh, awesome. It's been really great talking to you. I hope Freak comes out and goes insanely well because it deserves to be seen. Thank and you so much. I really appreciate that. Thanks, Emil. Take it easy, mate. You use the term freaks. Any freaks who are running loose are illegal. You better get away from my house.